You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx Pilots for FedEx Pilots, brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chairman, Captain Chris Lee. My guest today is First Officer Candy Bernsketter. She is the PATH Chair. Hey, Candy, thanks for coming. Hey, thanks for having me. Candy, talk a little bit about your background before FedEx and what you've been doing at FedEx. Well, before FedEx, I was at ATA Airlines. I was a 757 first officer in Chicago Midway. Before that, I actually worked at Walt Disney World. I worked at Vanguard Airlines, but after 9-11, we went out of business and I had no flying job for about a year and a half. So I went down to Orlando and worked at uh, Dinoland in the Animal Kingdom. If anyone's ever been on Primeval World, I was there. That was me. I actually have a string of jobs. Uh, FedEx is my sixth airline as a pilot, but my seventh airline, because I actually started out flight instructing, but working at Southwest Airlines as an ops agent. Well, since I've been at FedEx, I started um, as a flight engineer on the 727. I actually really liked that job. When I left ATA, my chief pilot gave me two words of advice, essential power. I didn't know what it meant till I got here. Uh, I'm really proud to have that rating because it's kind of, it doesn't really exist much anymore. And then I went to the MD-11 for about seven years, and I've been a 777-FO for about eight years now. Talk a little bit about your union experience. Well, when I was a new hire in 2004, I saw a poster on the wall at the training building that said Captain Al Haynes was going to speak at World Headquarters. I know most of you recognize that name. He's the captain of United Flight 232, Sioux City, Iowa, DC-10 accident. And I went and saw Captain Haynes speak, and he mentioned that the critical incident response program didn't just save his job, it saved his life. And I thought that was a very powerful statement. And I volunteered for the CIRP committee as soon as I was off probation. And I worked in that realm for 05 through 12 and um, ended up being the chairman. And I was the pilot assistance vice chairman for a while. And then we started PATH in 2015. So I'm sort of the founder and chair now. And about two and a half years ago, I took on the position at Alpa National as the membership chairman. What does the PATH committee do? The Pilot Assistance Team Hotline, or PATH, was started in 2015 to help pilots with all those issues that didn't really fall into another committee at Alpa. I found when I was a CIRP committee chairman or critical incident response program chair, we got a lot of those calls where it didn't really fit in anywhere else, but nobody else had any kind of skill set to deal with the issue. But we weren't really trained to handle the issues that we were getting. So in 2015, we put together PATH, modeling it off of a program that Delta Airlines had, where pilots could call and ask those questions and get help and resources for the things that, again, didn't fall into their committee. So we typically take questions about medical situations aeromedical questions, mental health and counseling. We're sort of the place to go when you don't know who to call because we'll find out who you need to talk to. And we're not experts. That's really key because we're pilots. We can't be experts in aeromedical, retirement insurance, and contract, all those things. We can't be experts and do this work as well, but we know who the experts are. And we want you to get your questions answered by the experts. How many calls do you guys get? You know, it really varies. We are open 24-7-365. If you need to talk to someone at 2 in the morning, well, this is FedEx. Probably somebody's awake. <laughs> but, you know, we will answer the call anytime, any day. We might get no calls in a day or a week, and then we might get 10 calls in a week. It just really depends on when the pilots need us and decide to pick up the phone. How many people are on your committee? We have about 15 PATH peers. None of us are managers or in any kind of position like that. We're all just regular line pilots, though we have a few flex instructors. 
There's captains and FOs. We have every like age group, gender, background, civilian, military. There's probably somebody on the PATH team that every pilot would find they had something in common with or can make a connection with. What do you want pilots to know about PATH? Well, first of all, it's confidential. You don't even have to tell us who you are or you can call anonymously. We don't give out proprietary information. So it's okay to call and you don't have to say who you are. I find most pilots tend to do that and that's fine too. So I want you to know it's confidential. It's available anytime. And we are here to listen and help you find the information and the resources you need to deal with your situation. I'm sure pilots are hesitant to call and discuss issues they may be having. Yeah. Yeah, I think some pilots are for sure. I would say I'm probably the same way. It's really hard when you're having the problem to see you're having it or to admit that you're having it. But I'll say that the earlier you call, usually the better. Sometimes I use the analogy of getting a toothache. So you make the appointment with the dentist, but maybe you wake up Monday morning and your tooth feels okay, so you don't go. I doubt the tooth is going to heal itself. It's just kind of going to get worse. So if you can call earlier, I really advise that. You shouldn't be embarrassed by anything you have to say. Anyone calling, you're certainly not the first pilot to go through probably what you're going through. I reassure you that you're not alone on the island. Let's talk about the training the PATH peer volunteers go through. We do two full days of training. We start out with a half day just talking about the background of PATH, what it is, and the logistics of how the calls work, and then what the resources available are to send our pilot callers to. And the second day, we do a whole day with a mental health professional, and we do a version of mental health first aid. That's sort of a community program anyone can take, though we don't do the whole certification. But it's really how anyone can recognize a person who's going through a mental health issue or crisis and how to find them help. So we talk specifically about depression, anxiety, panic attacks, addiction, people maybe that are schizophrenic or, you know, extreme things that most pilots wouldn't have. But we just how to recognize anyone that has an issue and how to get them help. So we do that on day two. And then throughout the third day and the first and second day, we practice call scenarios. So we start thinking from the very beginning what a typical call might look like and then how to answer it. So we do a wrap-up on the last day, also how to take care of ourselves. We do compassion fatigue and self-care because you can't be helping others unless you take care of yourself first. And the resources available to you guys are abundant. Sure. I mean, there's ALPA resources, our aeromedical office called AMAS out in Denver, plus our air medical chairman and other committee chairs here at FedEx ALPA, like our R&I committee, our benefit specialist. But then there's resources at the company. Sometimes it's best to call the pilot benefits admin, or sometimes maybe the fleet captain is the best way to go. There's Harvey Watt. There's Anthem. Mental health resources. We published an article and it's available in our pilot assistance library to anyone on how to choose a counselor, what the different licensures mean, and then how to find somebody and vet somebody to see if that's somebody that you and your family would want to go talk to. Talk a little more about the confidentiality and any exceptions to that. Anything you say to a path peer stays confidential. We don't use email. We might have to take some written notes just to remember some items, but once the case is closed, the notes are destroyed. There is an exception to confidentiality. If you threaten yourself or someone else, we do have to call a third party. And I think most people understand that exception. But we really are a place where you can admit something that maybe you're embarrassed about or that's really difficult or is something that you're just not ready to talk about. And we're a place, if you're looking for help, we'll try to find you the help you need. 
Is there anything you don't do? We don't answer contract questions. You really don't want us to. We don't have that training. We're really here for like physiological, psychological, aeromedical questions to be good listeners and to get you the resources you need to get those questions answered. Well, Candy, thanks so much for being here. Any final thoughts? PATH is available 24-7, 365. We really do mean that. Logistically, the way the call works is you call the ALPA FedEx MAC office at 866-FDX-ALPA. And then listen to the message and it'll tell you what key to press to get PATH. When you press the key, you go to a third-party vendor that then puts you on hold and finds the pilot peer for you to talk to. Sometimes that could take a few minutes. We have a rotating call list, but we don't do shift work because we don't have the ability to do that. We just don't have enough people, time, or money. So sometimes it might take a while to get someone on the line. So I ask pilots just to be patient. Or if you get accidentally disconnected, to please call back. That doesn't happen often, but if it does, we certainly want to talk to you if you'd like to talk to us. Well, thanks again, Candy, And thanks for listening. If you have any questions or topic ideas, please send us an email to fdxpodcast at alpha.org. And as always, be safe out there and we'll see you next time.